Hey, Cooper Keimig here. Can't come on the phone right now. I'm listening to Party Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Keimig, here with Mr. Fantasy, Chris Keimig. Well, is he Mr. Fantasy? Well, I'm, not, I'm not too sure anymore. <laughs> Gave him a couple laughs. I did get beat this week uh, <laughs> by 100 two different times. And one of them was you, you little shit. You beat me by 100 and something. Yeah, I had a pretty good week in fantasy. Let's just say that. I had Jamar Chase and DJ Moore up against Mr. Fantasy this week, and it wasn't even close. All right, well, today's episode, we're going to be talking about week six of uh, fantasy for the NFL. Let's go ahead and get started with our segment, the pit of the week, or who's in the pits. Why don't you go ahead and start, Chris? Well, since I have uh, two armpits, I'm going with two pits of the week. Uh, one is Miles Sanders of the Panthers. And my God, I got him on one team, and I just don't know what to do. I'm thinking about getting Chubba Hubbard. But uh, 1.2 points. Hmm. He was outscored by 10 other players on his own team. And he's the starting running back. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> um, he's averaging eight points a game, but he's losing touches to Chubba Hubbard. So... Um, I, there might be a change in other guard there. Uh, so he's my pit of the week. And my other one is a team. So it's a team pit. The New England Patriots. I have them. Well, I had them on three teams. I dumped them all this week. Um, three points They uh, the last two weeks. And they've given up 54 total points scored. The Belichick era is over. <laughs> what do you got? Well, that kind of goes hand in hand. My stuck in the pits players, Ramondre Stevenson. You know, he's fallen and he's fallen down hard. He's steadily losing snaps to Ezekiel Elliott. And every week his point total just keeps getting lower and lower. Over the past three weeks, he scored 7.2 points, 6 points, and 2.4 last week. This offense and, like you said, the defense has been miserable. He's just not getting the targets that he got last year. Um, you know, in the sleeper league, I got a lot of uh, kickback when I drafted uh, Damian Pierce over Ramondre Stevenson, and it's it's looked pretty good so far. So um, he's going to need Bailey Zappi to bring the ladder to get him out of the pit. All righty. Let's go ahead and take a look at the waiver wire for this week. Just some pickups. You might want to look forward to who you got, Chris. Uh, Imari DiMarcardo of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he scored 12.7 fantasy points last week. And with James Conner on the IR for the next at least four weeks, he's going to be the top running back on the team. And I know everybody's looking for running backs. Um, but this guy, I have him on two to three teams. I know two for sure is Jordan Addison of the Minnesota Vikings. With uh, Jefferson on the shelf for about a month, it's going to be Addison shipped the sale. 18.6 fantasy points worth the Chiefs last week. And he's double-digit double scoring in four of the five weeks this year, even with Jefferson. So um, I think he's going to be a stud. And also K.J. Osborne's out there if uh, somebody already has Addison. Yep, I picked up uh, K.J. in a couple leagues. I wish I was in a league that had Jordan Addison on waivers. Oh man. But uh um, drafted him. Yeah. I 
I was close. Um, so kind of bounce off your uh, Demon Ricardo for the Cardinals. I noticed on the Cardinals depth chart that they updated and Keontae Ingram is their first running back on there. He's been the backup for James Conner the last two years, but he's been awful. Um, I know Demon Carter was, you know, one of the higher waiver ads this week, and, you know, he got a touchdown last week. Uh, Keontae Ingram's just someone to look at. He's injured. He has a neck injury, but I think he's practicing now, so he should be able to play. Um, my next one is Deontay Foreman. Right now, there's a good chance that he's the bell cow running back because Roshan Johnson's still in the concussion protocol. Khalil Herbert is going to be sidelined for at least the next couple of weeks. Um, if you remember a couple of years ago, Foreman was a lead running back. And then games where he got at least 15 touches last year, he scored at least 11 PPR points in five of six games. The other one, he scored nine. Um, if if Roshan Johnson doesn't come back, I could see Foreman getting a lot of touches against the Vikings, who have been a pretty good run defense this year, surprisingly. But, I mean, if you need someone for just this week, Deontay Foreman someone to, to look at. And my Roshan, last... he played on Thursday, right? Yes. So he, he might did. be back. The only players who have come back the following week from concussion protocol are those who got it on Thursday. So, I mean, there's a pretty good chance that he does come back, but you never know. Um, and then my last one is Logan Thomas. He's tight end 11 on the year while missing a game and a half. He's averaging 11.6 PPR points per game, which is pretty good from a tight end. Last week, he saw 11 targets with nine catches. He's one of Sam Howell's favorite targets so far, and I'd look to add Logan Thomas. He's got some plus matchups coming forward. Um, let's go ahead and discuss our ads that we had last week. You want to review yours, Chris? Yeah, I had quite a few. Um, uh, CJ Stroud, he had 14 points. He's still one of the, I think he's still a top tier, uh, wide or top quarterback this year. Um, Jaleel McLaughlin, 17.9 <laughs> points. He was the number seven RB last week. Um, he might be, uh, he might be still number one. We'll see. Uh, still doing uh, – might be splitting time, but still get some good numbers, I think. Uh, Tyler Boyd, not bad, 9.9. Johnu Smith, 10.7, another good week for a tight end. Uh, Jake Ferguson was 5.8, and Brett Maurer, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That, <laughs> that one That one hurt me a little bit in the sleeper league. But So my pickups I had last week was Romeo Dobbs. Um, I think he had one catch. It was a it was a tough game to watch up until the end for the Packers. Jordan Love kind of looks lost right now. Um, I think he'll have a better week this week, though. My other pickup was Elijah Mitchell. He didn't end up playing, but the 49ers backup running back, he had he almost outscored Christian McCaffrey. He had a touchdown and I think uh 45 plus yards and a couple catches. So I, I think Elijah Mitchell would have done a little bit better. Than that, but he should be playing this week. I I would still go ahead and add him. It, it's a nice you know lottery ticket if he does end up Christian McCaffrey does end up getting hurt or something like that. And then my other one was Jamison Williams. It was his first game back from suspension and a hamstring injury. 
Um, Dan Campbell said he's going to be getting more touches here soon, so still take a flyer on him. Alrighty, let's look forward to the our sleeper player of the week. I'll go ahead and start. I know you were telling people to add Adam last week. I'm going to go Tyler Boyd. He's still only rostered in about 50% of leagues. Uh, T. Higgins, questionable to play. I think he'll sit out this week because they got their bye coming up. The Seattle Seahawks give up the four, fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers per game. You know, Joe Burrow had an amazing first game, you know, back. We'll call it back out of the pits because I had him as the pits player of the week last week, and he had an amazing week. Uh, this game has some shootout upside. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Tyler Boyd's got a great matchup, and, I mean, if you know, with these buys coming up, if you need someone to start, look for Tyler Boyd. Who's your sleeper player of the week, Chris? I got uh, Rasheed Rice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's only rostered in 23 league percent of leagues right now, and they play the Denver Broncos with uh, Kelsey Mason out. You know, if they get a big lead, I can't see Kelsey doing much. Might just be a decoy out there. Um, so, you know, Denver's defense is so bad. Just go grab him right now. So let's look to our start of the week. Um, who you got, Chris? Who's your start of the week? Well, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. Uh, he's only been averaging 11 points a week, but he just came back with a 23-point week last week. And I heard on one of the podcasts I listened to, his miles per hour on his throw increased seven miles an hour. That's a lot. I think he's getting his leg. His legs are getting back. He's getting them back underneath them. So, uh, and also, um, fancy points to wide receivers. Broncos are dead last. They averaging forty eight points. So I think Chase is going to be eaten again this week. So I hope I don't play him. Yep. So my I got two starts of the week. Um, one's a wide receiver, one's a running back. I'll go ahead and start with Zay Flowers. You know, he's averaging 12 points per game so far as a rookie, which is pretty good. Um, he watched the game last week. The Ravens, all of their pass catchers, they forgot their stick em. They could not catch the ball. I think they had, you know, seven combined drops as a team. Zay had two. Mark Andrews had three, I think. Um, I think they bounced back, and Zay Flowers – He's got a great matchup against a Titans defense who gives up the fifth most yards to wide receivers and the third most catches. I look for Zay Flowers to have a big week. And then my other one is a Thursday night, Isaiah Pacheco. He's got at least 16 touches, 60 yards, and a touchdown in the last three weeks. He plays the Denver Broncos, who give up 36 fantasy points per game to running backs, which is insane. And that's 10 points higher than the next team, which is the Panthers. <laughs> I think he'll have an insane week. The only way I don't see that happening is if, you know, they get up by four touchdowns and they arrest them. But I think Isaiah Pacheco could be RB1 this week. All right, so we're going to do a little um, rankings. I got some questions for you, Chris. I want you to rank these guys the rest of the season from one being, you know, who will be – the better, and then the third being the worst. All right, so rank these three rest of the season. Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, and DeAndre Swift. Um, can I have all three of them? <laughs> I mean, if I had all three of them on my team, I'd be sitting pretty. But, 
I think it's going to be Brees Hall and then Jonathan Taylor, then DeAndre Swift. Um, I do have one share of Jonathan Taylor, but Brees Hall, he just, he's the real deal. He's a little bit, he's like one or two years younger. Taylor's got Moss in the backfield, so there's going to be maybe some splitting times. Are they going to trade Jonathan Taylor? Are they going to trade Moss? Mm. I mean, hey, that's an option. And then DeAndre Swift, um, I got Gainwell on my team. I'm holding on because DeAndre Swift doesn't make it past um, week eight this year, I think. He's just – he's brittle. Yeah. So I got Hall, Taylor, and Swift. I think I'd go Bruce <laughs> Hall, DeAndre Swift, and Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I could see John J. Swift getting hurt because he usually does, but that offensive line is <laughs> its crazy. All right. Rank these three. C.D. Lamb, D.J. Moore, and Puka Nakua. Uh, I'm going with Puka. Puka number uh, one. We saw what he did last week with Cooper Cup on the team. That might just open it up a little bit more for him. Um, and I do have quite a few shares of him. I picked him up on the waivers the first week. Um, then CD Lamb over DJ Moore, just because I'm just not 100% sold on fields yet. He had a great game, there ain't no doubt about that. But uh, I just got CD a little bit more than Moore. Yeah, I think I'd go CD, Puka, and then DJ Moore. They're all, I think they're all pretty close. Um, all right. Rank these three rest of the season. Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. Um, rest of the season. I'm going Joe Burrow. I think he's back. He's got the he's got the weapons to prove it. And I'll go with uh, Lamar and then Justin Fields. And Lamar, I'm not hundred percent sold on. When he's running, even with Fields, when they're both running, they're both awesome quarterbacks. Um but Lamar, I don't think he's thrown a touchdown the last three weeks. He's just been running. Or maybe I saw some stat that he has three games without any touchdown passes. Hmm. No, he's getting most of his points on the ground. So I got Burrow number one, way ahead of the other two. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Lamar. Uh, then I'll you go. Trade? You want to trade? <laughs> I I got Herbert. I don't need him. I'll take Herbert. I'll take, I'll take Lamar, Joe Burrow, and then Fields. All right, and the last one. Rank these three rest of the season. Sam Laporta, Darren Waller, and George Kittle. Uh, it's going to be Sam Laporta. He's just dynamite right now. Then I'm going with uh, – jeez. George Kittle's probably better and more opportunities to score. But Purdy doesn't like him because he went to Iowa. <laughs> and Purdy's from Iowa State. So he's not throwing him the ball. You know, last week he got the three touchdowns. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm going Kittle over Waller. I think Waller's game was just a fluke because he got the – he's a squeaky wheel that was whining, so he got a few more balls. But I think he's going back to three catches a week. Yeah. I, I picked up somebody else. I, it might have been John U. Smith just the have somebody because I don't think Waller's going to do it this year. Jones is terrible. Yeah. I think I'll go real close. I'll take Darren Waller, Sam Laporta, and then George Kittle. 
I like the other two a lot better than George Kittle. I think the 49ers just have too many mouths to feed. I I feel like they pick a name out of a hat every week and like, hey, we're going to get this guy the ball, you know, this many times. And yeah, so I'll take uh, Darren Waller, then Sam Laporta, and then George Kittle. So if I had Sam Laporta and you had Waller, you would trade him. Well, I have Darren Waller and Sam Laporta in our league, and <laughs> I'm trying to trade Sam Laporta right now. So um, trade him while he's hot. All right. Yep. All right. So let's finish off with our bets of the week. What you got, Chris? Well, you already talked about him a little bit. Isaiah Pacheco. I uh, got this on. Uh, DraftKings, 75.5 yards. They're playing Denver. The worst defense against running backs has given up over 200 more yards than the second-worst team. So that's uh, as long as they play the full game. You know, I think he might play the first half and they get a big lead. Then they'll put uh, CEH in there. But uh, I I heard another uh, interesting fact today. Um, Any – running back that's played against Denver this year has had a career high in fantasy points in four of the last five games this year for the five. And I think the other one that didn't was uh Herbert for the bears. And he had his second best day ever. So, <laughs> I mean, you can just run on them all day. Yeah. You know? So I can see Pacheco getting that uh, as long as he plays, you know, first three quarters, I think he'll get that. I got Chris Jones getting uh, one full sack. He's at .75. I bet you he has three on the night, so I think that's a pretty much given. Rasheed Rice over 30 yards. And Kelsey under 67.5 because I think he's going to be a decoy and uh, he'll be sitting out the whole second half. Yeah, I don't do unders very often, so. Yeah, Kelsey, he's been kind of saved by touchdowns this year, so I think that under is a good – Good sneaky bet right there. All right, so I'm going with the Thursday night uh, same game parlay. It's going to give you a plus 184. I'm going to go Russell Wilson plus 200 yards. He's hit this uh, two of the two games that they played against the Chiefs last year. He's hit it three of five games this year. Um, I They're going to need to pass against this Chiefs team, and I think he hits that pretty easy. Next up is Jerry Judy plus 40 yards. He's hit this four out of five games this year. Like I said, they'll need to pass a lot, and I think Jerry Judy hits that. And I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco, 40-plus yards. I think he can hit that in the first quarter against this (laughs) Broncos defense. Um, He's hit this four out of five games this year. So that's going to be my bet of the week. All righty. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, yeah.